Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Many of us New Yorkers, when we think of gates, we think of exclusion. We think of keeping people out, particularly the poor, the disadvantaged, and the people who look different than us. In today's gospel, Jesus says that he is the gate. So this might cause some of us to put up our defenses and be unable to hear what's happening in this text. We might feel this way because we're wondering, is this another one of those us versus them passages? Well, unfortunately, in a way, it is. But it's probably not in the way that you're thinking. To understand the text that we just read, we have to go back a chapter. We've got to go back a chapter because in the original Greek, in the book of John, and in all the books, there were no such things as chapters and verses. It was all just one narrative laid out. And so when we see today that we begin with John chapter 10, we might think that something brand new is happening but it's really a continuation of what we just read before. So because we didn't read that this morning, I'm going to tell you what happened just a chapter before the text we're looking at today. So right before this text, Jesus heals a man born blind. And having received his sight, the man presents himself to the religious authorities This is what good Jews would do. You were healed, you came out of sin, you present yourself to the rabbis. Now, learning that it was Jesus who healed him, the religious leaders decide we're going to reject him and tell him, not only can you not come into the community, but you are still lost in your sins. The blind man, being rejected by the religious authorities of Israel, returns to the man who healed him. He returns to Jesus, and he has received and welcomed into the community of faith. It is in light of this event that Jesus presents himself as the gate in our text this morning. He is not a wall to keep out the less fortunate, but a fence to keep out the robbers and thieves, the false teachers who, as the texts say, steal, kill, and destroy. So who are the robbers and thieves of our own day? Well, for me, the first folks that come to mind are certain TV preachers, and mostly because it's really easy. These teachers, like the leaders of old, say that if you are not healthy and wealthy, you simply do not have enough faith. I think of all those who impose unnecessary, heavy prerequisites for entering into and staying in God's kingdom. Now, I don't know about you, but I oftentimes worry about exclusion in noble terms because that is what I've been taught. I've been taught that most often it's the poor, the disadvantaged, and the people who look different than us that are excluded. But at the root of my anxiety behind exclusion is that I might just be excluded, that I might just be left out. 
there was a study not too long ago about prom kings and queens from different high schools and across the ages, and they were interviewed and asked all kinds of questions. And the journalist who was writing about it said there was one thing that stood out to him. And that one thing was that despite their popularity, despite the fact that they were the big man or woman on campus, each and every one of them said, I really didn't feel like I fit in. Now, you and I might scoff at that, especially when we think of those prom kings and queens who may have made our own lives a living hell. You're telling me that they, too, were worried about not fitting in, about being left out? They got all the accolades that I wanted. The interesting thing about this text, to me, is that our Lord is one who does not exclude. While the religious leaders of old and the religious leaders of our day may be those who put up unnecessary burdens and walls, Jesus is not that kind of gate. Jesus is the gate that protects And that if we kept on reading in this text, we'd learn that he is also the good shepherd. The good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep whom he protects. Those robbers and thieves, those who come in to steal, kill, and destroy, he would rather them come and destroy him than allow them to come and destroy us. So my friends, when we read this text again, we have no reason to put up our defenses. For we serve the true high priest, the only real religious leader. And he says, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All you who feel left out, all you who feel like you do not measure up, our Lord, the gate and the shepherd, says to you and me, come, and I will shield you, and I will protect you. All of that security that we so long for, and especially now in this time of deep insecurity, our Lord says, stop looking to money. Stop looking to fame and popularity. Look to me, for I will shield you, and I will protect you, and I invite you in regardless of who you are or what you come with. And not only do I invite you in, but I let you stay, even when you're not looking to me, even when you're not hearing my voice. I am moving toward you. And this is the good news of the gospel. That our Lord is not a gate to keep people out. Our Lord is the one who protects his flock. Protects them to the point of dying for them. And this includes you and me. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, 
you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.